0: This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com.
1: There it is, all right, man. Let's uh, all right, let's get into this shit.
2: Show. a couple of years ago i'm headlin and the low what's the starter something good with me and my nigga rove the martyr through the hood just trying to find that hook up now every day we looked up at the ceiling watching ceiling fans go round, trying to catch that feeling i'm instrumental had my pencil and plus my paper we caught the 86 lots on your head that two decades writing rhymes trying to find i was spot off in that light light up in, in that, that spot knowing that we can rock doing a hole in the wall club <laughs> this shit here must stop like freeze we making the crowd yeah, move but we uh, not making no
1: g's and that. On one, one two and one two, two dope, dope dope nigga all right i was finna start rapping oh uh, welcome back ladies and gentlemen to episode 124 of this week in culture i am your host and wood aka trinidad and aka the podcast genius and i got my dog
2: with me jay what up what up though shaman jay johnson uh one half of the culture jay johnson 313 on all the socials give me them follows and this week in culture
1: we review episode seven seven? yes of lovecraft country i always want to say lovecraft culture man uh episode seven of lovecraft country Woo! it's another one dog jay texted me last night and just said lovecraft Woo! yeah man nigga it was a bar fest in that episode. God it damn! Was. And the preview for next week. The, yo, woo! the D episode, man. nigga,
2: put me in the game, coach. Now that I think about it, every single character on his of this they show are has getting had a, own a individual
1: joints. So man. first um, one was Tick. Yep. Or was it? Well, what did he? Tick slash Uncle George because yeah, they so, kind of
2: so episode two was kind of uncle george's yeah
1: yeah um three was letty yeah by far uh four was well they went to boston and four so that was kind of everybody everybody but we learned a little bit about montrose on that episode too um five was ruby yeah six was kumiho Last week, well, Montrose had an episode. Montrose was kind of part of that Ruby episode, yeah. yeah. Um, the coming out party. Uh, six was about Kumiho uh, Gi, over in Korea, and then yesterday was the the Hippolyta
2: episode, man. And yo, I, I boy, saw, I saw um, Jason Johnson, um, mm-hmm. from like CNN and mm-hmm. all the stuff, tweet or retweet something. Somebody said they re they screened this episode and they gave shots out to um hippolyta for like a wonderful acted episode yeah and this is a, this is one of the gems of this season yeah um and she was in her bag so i was um they said that and misha green wrote her ass off so yeah i was um, excited to see this episode to see if it led up to that tweet yeah and I was thoroughly surprised. Well, I was thoroughly impressed. Salute to um, and pardon me if I'm mispronouncing
1: because uh, I've never known how to pronounce her name. But Anjanou Ellis, who plays uh, Hippolyta, um, I I think that we can put her in our black famous category of actresses. But that is not to make it seem like she ain't a dog ass actress, cause she acted. Her ass off in this episode And generally kills everything that she's in So She, she was in um she The killed Banker that, She killed it in The Banker She just recently killed it in the Clark Sisters movie Which I watched half of and was like God damn nigga like she was going in As they mom She's just a great actress dog And uh salute to her for pulling off An episode where it wasn't just her by herself Like it was her by herself And like some really Unique scenarios man and uh it was so many layers in this episode about women about black women about black people
2: black people for my sure.
1: god like it was just everything you needed in an episode and again it was similar to last week my first watch i was like yeah that shit was good my second watch was like god damn dog like uh lovecraft is it's a different type of show man but um like we always do at this time man we start out letting y'all know what we thought about the episode man rating this shit i gave this a strong pair of buffs man i think just like the third or fourth in a row that's just buffed out man this was a smooth four for me dog like solid episode four out of five yeah. easy um i was just impressed man impressed with the writing impressed with the acting impressed with some of the shit they put in there like as usual with lovecraft when you watch it the second time you start noticing shit like that um that scene toward the end where her and uncle george are in like space or whatever and they get off that little rocket ship that they're on yeah did you realize that that was essentially the rocket ship version of woody their car i did not it was the same it was legit shaped like woody as a rocket ship yeah
2: i didn't i didn't i didn't pick up on the fact that she was dressed like the character that her daughter drew her initially yep yep so many little things man
1: um salute to all the listeners all the supporters everybody who rocks with us everybody who hits us up and says yo if it wasn't for y'all pod I would not understand what the hell is going on on this show we try to break this shit down and simplify it not in the sense that you can't understand it but we just trying to make it palatable make it relatable and help y'all get some understanding of All the wild shit that's happening on this show. Um, We do got a voice note from one of our listeners. We played a little snippet of it on the Power podcast. If you haven't listened to episode 123, go check that out right now if you're a fan of Power. Um, But shout out to um, the listener who sent in this voice note. We about to play this back. Can you rewind the voice note? There we go. All right.
0: out because it's really amazing how spot on you guys are it's almost like they hear your podcast and they try to improve for the next week when i was watching this uh episode it was amazing because it's like they just went ahead and gave us enough of an update as to the current status gave us enough of a background for hippolyta and set the tone for what's to come and i was really excited to see us venture off into the genre of the science fiction and just going really hard at it because I am a black woman who enjoys science fiction so I didn't find that it was misplaced at all so kudos to you guys for always being able to you know see what's happening and um giving some good insight and outlook
1: hey man we appreciate you Christina 100% um and salute to us for being right now I'm not sure if I said this on the pod or if I said it in the Facebook thread. If y'all want to get your opinions off about Lovecraft or Power, go join us at This Week in Culture on Facebook, find the group, um, and join us on all the socials at This Week in Culture, but we got the thread popping as usual every Monday at noon on Facebook. One thing that I did say, and I can't remember where I said it, is that I thought uh, Letty was gonna be pregnant. As I say on all the shows, when the characters just up and have raw sex out of nowhere, and the nigga busts, and you never see him, like, do a pull-out motion, in real life, you're going to be pregnant. Finally, it looked like somebody's acknowledging what happens in real life, nigga. Why do you think she didn't say it, though? I don't know if she afraid, because that was her second time, essentially. Like
2: It ain't going to stop it. <laughs> it
1: ain't going to stop it. Um, Maybe she might be afraid from having his baby, specifically. So don't tell him? Little magic ass baby, I don't. She might want to get rid of it. Can you get rid of a magic baby, nigga? In the 50s That Braithwaite, I don't know though. That Braithwaite baby might not go nowhere. Did Marcus Sanger come out uh, yet? <laughs> 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 it's like 59 60 right? Ah uh, shit. Uh, yeah, no, they had uh they in um fifty five. Yeah, so yeah. I
2: don't, I don't think uh, playing playing hood is popping yet.
1: Yeah, but I don't know if a Braithwaite baby you gonna get rid of. I just don't know, man. But I. Uh, we're going to talk about the episode, man. Let y'all know what's going on with each one of the characters, man. Uh, first things first, because we could probably get into everybody else before we get into Hippolyta and what's really going down. Tick and Letty, man. Um, Tick sitting up in the room by himself, going through the pages as usual. He's still trying to decode and translate um the the symbols and all the shit that he's found from the book of names but he don't have the book so right now he's just looking at all these pages and he said that he translated a lot of it but the symbols and the rituals that they did when they had him at the braith white house yeah it don't make sense to him so he like i'm translating shit but i don't know what it means necessarily and letty is kind of shaken up because she had just had a dream right she had a dream up in the crib about the Braithwaite house being on fire but her dream was similar to the vision that Tick saw when he got out the fire. And she was dreaming that she saw, what was that Hannah, Tick's grandmother, who was pregnant with his mom at the time from Titus Braithwaite. And then uh, she was leaving the fire. And Hannah, in Tick's vision when he was in the fire, led him out of the crib safely. And in Letty's dream, Hannah's not leading her out. She's kind of rubbing her stomach. And, like, gesturing to Letty that she pregnant. And then Letty grabs her stomach and she got a little Braithwaite in it. A little Tick in it. And then before the fucking dream goes anywhere, Letty catches fire and she wakes up in a panic. So when she finds Tick, he trying to tell her, like, yo, I don't really know what none of this shit mean. Like, I'm decoding words, but I don't get how it makes sense. Letty, like, man, I just had a weird dream. That nigga, Tick, like, nigga, I had a weird dream, too. We've been dreaming about the same shit but in letty's dream it's a little different she pregnant and hannah is also holding a book in her dream and then nigga, it clicked for tick like oh shit what if that was the book of names and i'm like nigga if that's the book of names y'all gotta figure out where the fuck the book at so he don't know shit about his mom's side of the family um they was always kind of weird about it his mom been dead for a little while uncle george never spoke on it and he didn't have a greatest relationship with his dad They seem like they was trying to keep him from knowing a lot about his mom's side anyway because they didn't want it to come out that Montrose ain't his real dad. That's my thoughts. Like, they don't want to tell a nigga, yo, if we give you your whole history,
2: you're going to find out Uncle George is your dad. But we don't even... So, when George and Montrose was talking, they were talking like they were unsure, though. I don't know Because he was like, you don't know that. Yeah. So, what does that mean, though?
1: And, And my thoughts was always they let montrose pretend to be tick's dad so he wouldn't have to like his him being gay wouldn't come out yeah that's what i that was what i thought but now it's just like they keep hinting at it they ain't gave us a direct and um even in this scene or in this episode when uh when tick and letty catch montrose and sammy arguing and shit and the nigga tick asked him like did my mom know that you was gay and that nigga montrose was like yeah and tick looks sick like and I'm like, maybe she knew because she was part of the cover up. Or maybe she knew because she was fucking him. And then the nigga said, nah, I don't want no baby. I'm gay.
2: Like, I just want to know what what happened. Yeah. That Uncle George was with her. And then you ended up with Montrose. Or did anybody Because Uncle ever, George was in love with her. Like, she did, was the love of his life. Or did anybody know that?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. He could have been sneak lover. Did he, did he cheat? Did he fuck his brother girl? Yeah. And then she wound up pregnant. Is that like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It could have been a thing, and maybe Montrose didn't care because he like nigga, I'm gay anyway. I was just with her to be with her. I don't know, man. It's it's a lot of different ways you could chop that up, but Montrose didn't want her, but she knew Montrose was gay, and George knew, and apparently they dad knew because he used to beat Montrose. He was probably trying to beat the gay out of him and shit. Which
2: that was my original thought, but maybe not because maybe not because Montrose beat his son.
1: Yeah, and trying to keep him from being quote soft. That's what he said. But like, but it was like, did nigga, it work did it work for you? And nigga, he was doing it because really, you fight your own battles and your own demons. Yeah. Right. And I'm
2: not saying that as a joke or in yeah. But if your father tried to quote unquote beat the gay out of you, yeah, and it didn't work for you, and you grew up as 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 gay, a closeted gay man. Yeah, why would you just beat your son? Because you like, why
1: would you do? I don't get it. And I I think he was beating Mont or beating Tick purely because like, I'm angry that I can't be who I am. So because of that, you? it ain't that I'm trying to keep him from being soft. I'm really just trying to fucking beat this nigga up because I can't let none of this out. So I'm stressed out or don't go,
2: don't be like I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see you being like me or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, I don't know.
1: So anyway, uh, when they figure out that. The dream that they had, uh, Hannah was holding a book of names. They like, yo, maybe my dad might know something about my mom's side of the family that he could tell me because the only person I know who my mom was related to was a cousin in St. Louis, but I don't know if she alive. lie. Like, everybody did. Most of my mom's family died in the Tulsa riots. Do you think they're going to make some of that? Like, the Tulsa riot, like, they've mentioned it several times that his people from Tulsa originally before they came to Chicago and they all were killed in the riots. Like, do you think they're going to make some shit out of that and actually like turn that into, cause I feel like we got three episodes left, but I feel like we still don't know a lot about his mom.
2: So we have to, because I guess when we get in the tick and when he went to St. Louis, Mm -hmm. um, I think we learned a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, So,
1: um, Montrose is at the crib. He kicking in with Sammy sammy spent the night for the first time apparently whatever their arrangement has been in the past they never spent the night with each other because Montrose still never wanted to accept that i'm gay and like be out and like comfortable it's with a it different time in the 50s it's a different time you get killed for that real t- you can get killed for it today yeah, to be yeah. honest but back then especially being black like the shit was damn near you was gonna be a pariah in your own town so this time, Montrose let Sammy spend the night. When he woke up, Sammy out there, he cooking breakfast. He got music playing. He chilling. He happy. Like, yo, we finally getting somewhere. Like, Montrose came out at the little uh, drag party that they had. Like, nigga, we getting somewhere, man. And when Montrose came out there, he like, yo, what you still doing here cooking? And that nigga like, yo, since it's the first time I spent the night, I figured i will make you breakfast. Nigga Montrose like nah. Man, you figured you make a whole production. you figured you make a production out of breakfast, nigga. I know what you doing, but that nigga Sammy like man, put the needle on that record for me and cool out. I'm about to make your play. We gonna eat. We having a good ass time. So they play the music. They sit down to eat, and when they was talking, that nigga Sammy said, "Yo, I ran into this lady at the bus stop with this cute ass scarf on. It was an African scarf. Whoop whoop And Montrose knew immediately who he was talking to it was one of Montrose's neighbors. She lived in his building. And that nigga was like oh shit word like you seen one of my neighbors he immediately got
2: shook he's like that's my neighbor he's like yeah he was like well i seen time. her at the bus stop
1: she didn't know like, i was here yeah and montrose worried like oh shit i don't want to know." the note so then he start fronting on my nigga sammy man he
2: why you cook this pork, pork nigga said, "This no pork, pork i don't eat no
1: pork soupy ass grits and that niggas like runny ass grit and then the nigga sammy say what you gonna say next the coffee too wet that nigga say, no, nah, it's too much sugar in it. And I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> emphasis, nigga. Hey, yo, the, the grits look kind of runny, though. Them grits were absolutely runny. And As a nigga it, who know how to make grits, I'd have been mad, too.
2: And if it's pork bacon, I don't eat pork bacon. We will be.
1: I personally eat pork bacon. I'm eating whatever bacon you lay out except turkey. And even then, if it looked crispy, I might fuck with it. Um, But Montrose made his points. And that nigga Sammy said, yo, why every time it seemed like we get close you start doing shit like this, nigga. You find a problem with anything, dog. And nigga got up to leave. Like, fuck these pork bacons and eggs and shit. And that nigga Sammy left. And when Montrose ran after him in the hallway, that's where Tick and Letty was coming up the hall to come asking questions. Montrose was
2: coming, out the, uh, you see, I'm sorry, coming babe. out the room with his shirt open like Pac in Vegas.
1: Stumping nigga out. Like, yo. And that nigga Tick was sitting there like, the fuck is this gay shit right here? Now what in the difference? Now Tick had already heard when they went to Boston from the nigga, whatever the tall hoe ass dude is. Tree. Tree, he had already heard some rumors that his dad might be gay. So he was a little on edge about it, even though he fronted when Tree told him, then nigga you was know, if that's if he gay, that's his business. But he harboring a little bit in it, which we saw come out here, cause as soon as that nigga saw them in the hallway. He stopped in his tracks. Sammy looked like, oh, shit, I'm going to go ahead and get the fuck on, Go back to Cabrini Green.
2: That's how I know y'all niggas gay. <laughs> that nigga ran y'all too quick. Y'all didn't like, ask normal. Like, hey, what up, though? But, like, well, we it, knew you gay. Because he cause wasn't cause, doing it. He
1: grabbed his arm and said, look, my bad. Like, I'm sorry. Like, that ain't gay, nigga.
2: Yeah, but I, I walked in on you getting a hit from another man. Well, yeah, now Sammy you, gay. Yeah. Tick know that. And if if this gay man is kind of my dad's house when my dad got his shirt open and you holding on his hand
1: yeah it it,
2: it ain't it ain't much
1: it definitely ain't a hetero look if you could look hetero that probably wasn't the most heterosexual
2: look but tick was stunned and that nigga tick say i know can we agree that there's a look if gay people can look at each other and tell who gay can we admit that there's a gay look or is that not for me to say no that ain't for
1: us Uh oh and I don't really, again, I lived in Atlanta 10 years. I can't look at nobody and tell that. Because I saw some niggas who I ain't think was, like, niggas look, quote, straight. And then well, how niggas they, introduced their boyfriends. I'm well, like, oh, shit, I didn't know, nigga. I hear them say they I can always tell, like, immediately. But I feel like it's probably similar to, like, how black people, like, even if somebody black, Look kind of similar Like you see two black people And they look kind of similar But you know them apart. But white people might see them And be like A same person Like They think They look at us And think we all look alike We probably can't look at gay people And tell they gay But I'm sure Gay men specifically Because I've heard gay men Say they could tell They probably could see a nigga And just I don't know They get a feeling I don't know I ain't seeing through they lens But yeah. In this moment nigga Tick called his dad The F word I said oh
2: shit but, like, listen, we trying to use some culture, some 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 cultural context. Yeah,
1: yeah, right? yeah. In that era. That wasn't, like, that a wasn't, wild slur. Was it was it? wild, but it wasn't, like, the you can't say it slur. Yeah. Like, in our current era, we can't say it. I just came out with the F word. They're not canceling us. But in that era, it was said often But he said to your father. Yeah, that's a level of disrespect, man. And when he said, Montrose took the shirt off, nigga.
2: Like, look Montrose
1: that. said, "Hey, fam, you gonna respect me,
2: nigga? I didn't beat your ass a couple weeks ago, nigga. Literally. Yeah, <laughs> like, like so, don't
1: think just because I let you get them licks off last week when I cut like, old girl throat. No,
2: no. Like, if, if I'm son, I didn't smell myself so much that I didn't beat your ass. Now I think that you sassy. Nah, nah. you're not. Af- I'm not afraid of you. Bro. Cause two weeks ago I cut old girl throat. Keep in
1: mind, nigga.
2: I didn't shot people in the head before. I nigga. didn't probably did worse shit. Like nigga. Tick is a killer. Eh. Like Tick is. Eh. We only seen him on screen for like two minutes in 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 the career. He done did some wild shit. Yeah, and he, and he got all this built up frustration because used to tick be- mad at life because used to yeah, beat yeah. him. He mad because
1: his daddy used to beat him. He mad. Cause he don't really know shit about his mom. He mad because now he found out he half
2: white. I just don't think this the time for Montrose to play, puff your chest up. Improve I'm the, yeah. I'm the self, Like family My Montrose
1: don't know how to act yeah. In these situations Like that's why I used to beat Tick Like he don't know how to respond to shit So when Tick called him the, the F word That nigga took the shirt off Flexed on him nigga Why the fuck are y'all here Like he was mad as hell And it's like Cause you my dad Why y'all come here I just want to see my dad I had questions about my mom he nigga asked, He asked that when he, Once he took off He asked like yeah. why, y'all why y'all come, y'all come here? here And apparently him and Letty Had a little bit more of a convo too While Tick ran off because um, when Letty came downstairs and Tick was crying outside and shit, she was like, yo, he told me that your mama had a cousin who lived in San, uh, St. Louis. So she might know where that book was at or some shit. Like, maybe we get out there. It's only three hours away. Maybe we get out there. We can go ask her if she knows something about the book. And the nigga was like, man, all the times he beat me, dog. I'm talking about he was trying to keep me from being soft. I thought it was about me. That shit wasn't about me. She was about him. He trying to he
2: beat me because he, a, yeah. he stopped. Yeah. Cause they ain't want to keep calling him that. So like, He so still respects his dad. I don't know about the respect part. Because you ain't call him that F word that second time. That's yeah, why I said that. Because like, I don't respect you because you slit this woman's throat. He
1: might still fear him a little bit. Like that might still exist. Maybe that's
2: why he ain't say that F word again. He angry though. Mm-hmm. Because like, like, yo, you beat me and i thought it was out of love yeah. but it wasn't uh. you got something going on uh. and so when he was running down the steps in my 2020 brand i'm thinking like yo just because that's not your life choice yeah it's still your dad like Thanks. hopefully you'll just like come to accept it yep but that's in my this is not, not this is not 20 it's 50 years ago yeah i can't expect i can't expect um
0: <laughs> God, why this won't close? Why
2: the app won't close? Shit! Look, pardon me. I um, like I was expecting him to come down and like be reasonable when he got downstairs. Yeah, but like yo, nah, this is he's, not, he's angry. This not reasonable. Like you can't. I can't even expect somebody in 1950s. Yeah, to have the level of understanding and compassion. And the we've seen so much over the last 50 years. Yep. So in 2020, we'd be like, yo. Yo, that's not my cup of tea, but
1: yeah. like, yo, we're I, a lot more sensitive to even though they still deal with struggles the same way black people still deal with racist, Like shit still exists. Yeah. None of this shit, none of the the racism is gone away, none of the uh, uh homophobic shit is tolerance going away. Has changed. But tolerance has changed and people are more sensitive to certain shit. Yeah. Yeah, so but, I'm
2: thinking cuz in my brain like, all right, next season or next episode, he'll come around and he'll open up to it, but I'm yeah. like that's what and I would
1: do. in the 50s he Hello. probably won't, he might. That might have been the last we see of him and his dad. The only way I think Montrose gets back in with Tick is telling him what's really going on with the mom and
2: and if you fi- and if I find out after all this shit, you're not even my dad. Now that's
1: gonna be interesting.
2: Come on, man. You know who else gonna be
1: mad if uh if Uncle George really was the dad? Hippolyta, because Hippolyta. Hippolyta been treating Tick like shit for since they got back, nigga, from Artem. I thought. We'll wait. We'll yeah, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh when Letty came down there, said the whole St. Louis piece, she like, yo, it's only three hours away. You think we could take Woody, Hippolyta and George car? So they go over to Hippolyta crib. But when they get there, Hippolyta already getting ready to dip. She about to go Oh a, was- the be- what t- yo. That's wild. The fucking drum just went off for nothing, nigga. Hold on. Yo, that's crazy. Let's do it again all right, now uh, it won't work. All right, we ain't gonna keep doing that, but that was fucking scary, actually. Um, So in the beginning of the episode, we picked up with Hippolyta and what she had going on. Last time we saw her, she was leaving Boston with D, and then she found the coordinates or the map to Artem, to the Braithwaite mansion, and she had turned around and was taking D to the mansion, which I advised against, because, Nick, I'm not taking my daughter to where I think my husband died. Like, fuck out of here, bro. But we picked up with them standing in the rubble of the fire, the mansion and burned down hippolyta walking through this shit. She picked up a piece of wood with like a carved symbol in it. She didn't really know what it meant yet, but it, rem- it was something. Um, and then she found the comic that D gives to her dad. Every time he would go on a, uh, what they call the shit when he leaves to go on his trips, a guy run, the guide trip. Yeah. The guide book trip. And, um, D always gives him a comic and shit, draws him up some. So she found the cover of the comic that she had given them before they went to Artem. So that confirmed, like, yo, he was here. Even though if this whole fucking mansion burned down, I personally don't think the cover to a comic book is gonna still be there like halfway
2: intact. So you know what? So wow, then I'm not even mad that they that they did that. Yes. Yeah. because in actual real life, um, they said officially uh-huh. in court and in historical documents that <laughs> yeah. one of the hijackers passport from nine eleven mm. fell out their pocket and mm. they found it on the ground in the rubber in the on in the, the rubble, rubble yeah. after the building fell wow they said the one of the hijackers when they crashed it yeah it made it out of their pocket and was through the fire over there through the rubble and was like perfectly in the on Damn. the ground all right well
1: Hippolyta found his damn comic book cover. That's bullshit, by the way. Yeah, I mean. Okay,
0: I
2: just want to throw no, I'm it. not. So. No. <laughs> like, I'm not. I wouldn't even listen to you when you <laughs> did, ran in the hole. Like,
1: that nigga said in the fire through the rain. Nigga, like, I'm like, no. That's that
2: the nine eleven report. This. Let me, nigga.
1: <laughs> and let me tell you about that's the Braithwaite report.
2: That's how know? I identify one of the hijackers. Oh, yeah. yeah we found yeah, his passport. A he,
1: perfectly fucking pieced together passport after a full plane crash and a fire and, and explosion. And a collapse of a building. Yeah, and the password was right there, chilling like a comic book. And that's how I'm looking at this comic <laughs> book strip right now. But it was a couple little small power type errors in this episode that I was like, okay, y'all kind of fooling just a bit. But because it's a show about sci fi and magic, I'm not. Tippy time. Yeah, man. So um, when Hippolyta saw the comic book, she knew. My husband was here. He probably died here. And now I'm not convinced about him being shot by a sheriff like they thought.
2: And it's been or like they told me. It's been three weeks since her trip. Yeah. When she finally figured out. Yeah. The Ori. She trying to get rid of the Ori. She don't know how to do it. Yeah. So she, she just pushed that motherfucker on the ground. She's
1: sick of the Ori. She can't figure it out. And Hippolyta smart as shit. Yeah. She knows um, space and and.
2: Remember. I don't know, two, three episodes ago, and I was like, When she was, was talking a, to her dad. like there's a reason that yeah. they are they're, they're putting this position. They are they're, they're going through and showing how smart she is yeah. and her, her knowledge of the stars. Yeah, and her
1: and astrology things. knowledge is crazy, her math is crazy, like everything Hippolyta do is crazy, but she can't figure out how to use the Ori. So she throws the Ori and then she lay down in bed and she started talking to George, like, Oh, I'm sorry, I just can't figure this out. But laying at the angle she's laying at, it hits her that for her to open the ori or at least utilize it she has to angle the planets you know so they can rotate
2: in the angle that they were normally being
1: yep yep so it hit her because she was looking at it from the side so she got up she did that bow she opened the ori up it glows the shit pops open and when it did all of that it was a key in there it was a quote the quote said every beginning is in time and every limit of extension in space. I don't know what that means. I Googled it, try to see if it was a quote from something. Everything said that shit was from Lovecraft. So if y'all find out that that's from something else, let us know. But it was the key, it was that quote, and then it was some coordinates. And the coordinates were big because when Hippolytus saw them coordinates, she like, oh, let me put this together, figure out where this is at, because now I'm on to something, nigga. We and we're going to longitude and latitude this shit up, and we're going to figure out where this is at, because now we're going somewhere, right? She figured out shit was in Kansas. and Was that Kansas? Yep. Oh, yeah. Duh. That's what it said on her little map in the corner. It was at She was in Kansas. That's where all her shit was written.
0: She
2: had put the quote up there and the coordinates, and it was all in Kansas. Why the fuck did I think... Even though I know Kansas, yeah. because that's where Tick was going, and I knew Kansas. Well, Tick was going to St. Louis. Yeah. So you got St.
1: Louis, Missouri, Kansas City, Missouri, and then next to Kansas City is Kansas State. But like Either
2: way, that shit, like, four hours from St. Yeah. Louis. For whatever reason, I thought that shit was in Boston, because that looked like the museum mm. that was in. Now I'm angry, because of next week's episode, Yeah, how the fuck? this next week episode go on because they found a book with the daughter name yeah. Nigga, out of the entire c- world. Y'all find D whatever their last name is. Diane. What's her? What's their last name? Uh, shit. I can't remember. Whatever. Yeah. Yep. Y'all go four states over and be like, yo, this is you. Yeah. Quit it. Yeah. Anyway,
1: found her fucking book. So I just pulled it up. Kansas state to St. Louis, Missouri is seven hours. So, and wait a minute. Cause that's seven hours from ticks cousins people house nigga from chicago kansas state to chicago illinois that is a whole 11 hours so Hippolyte about to drive 11 hours dolo she at the crib she packing up woody um ruby is over there ruby done volunteered to babysit d and watch her and all of that shit d pissed off because she can't go because she yo nigga my dad died like i don't want my mom leaving for days like what the fuck you doing and uh she trying to do the little shit that d do with her dad before he would go on the guidebook trips and shit d like yeah nigga it's all there like get your ass in the car bye and right when Hippolyta was finna pull off tick and Letty run up like yo uh where you going auntie we we was hoping we could borrow Woody. She was like, do I look like I'm fucking about to let you borrow the whip again,
2: nigga? Bye. Well, obviously, you can't use it because I'm using it.
1: Man, they like, oh, well, where you headed? She was like, on a guide trip. And they was like, oh, well, we just released the last guidebook not too long ago. Like, she was like, nigga, did Uncle George leave you in charge of the motherfucking business?
2: Didn't she, she referenced, like... The place that you said that sheriff shot, yeah, that you said, yeah, that the par- sheriff that, shot my husband. Not and, that you were it actually where you
1: said he yeah. shot him. And oh. she was like, um, I, I understand her thinking. Yo, I don't necessarily believe my husband got shot to death. I think it was deeper than Just that. Say that. But say that. Don't be me. She mean as fuck to Tig. Tick be like, hey, auntie. She be like, nigga, shut the fuck up, bitch. I'll be like, goddamn, nigga. No, you can't borrow my car, little ho ass nigga, and your daddy gay. I'll be like, all right, <laughs> nigga. She just fucking going off. <laughs> yes, <daddy. laughs> yeah, like, damn, auntie, relax. That's funny. So when she told him, nigga, I'm about to leave. Y'all can't borrow the car. Bye. Tick and Letty was like, all right, man, we catch the bus. We can still get there in about three hours. Because they headed to St. Louis. Letty kind of gave Tick that look like, I don't know if I want to go. Like I, I see my sister over here. I ain't seen her in a few weeks. Like let me go see what's up with her. So Tick was like, "Look, go kick it with Ruby, man. Apologize, y'all make up to one another and figure y'all shit out." I'ma go ahead and get just sh- go back to the crib, pack, and get on this Greyhound. So that's stay do, man. And um, real quick, cause we saw Ruby earlier in the episode before she went to volunteer, to uh, to babysit D. We saw her talking to Christina. This was actually huge. I'm mad that I forgot about this. So we saw Ruby kicking in with Christina and Christina was showing Ruby the bodies of William and Hillary. Hillary is the lady that was up in Artem. William is William who we just found out has been Christina the whole time. I also think Hillary was Christina when they was up in Artem. Now I'm back to thinking uh, Hillary ain't never been alive. I think Christina been had her. No. And
2: was using her. I don't think that's the case. Man. Um I figured this shit out on Friday having a conversation with somebody about mm-hmm. about this shit and then when this came out I was like, "Hmm, my theory was correct." Mm. Um and it was based off something that you said. You said that in the book when so basically letty letty hit her in the face with the uh with, with the, the, butt the butt of the gun, gun, yeah. And in the book when that happened like she died. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And essentially I think after she died Christina, is became be her. there. Yeah. No, Christina took her body yeah. and set the body then, up so I can, I'm, I'ma can. i use you, just you. as she did when, oh boy, you got shot in the back. Um, William, yeah, yeah. When William got shot in the back, I just took your body. Yeah. Probably kept you in some sort of homeostasis so that your blood keep flowing. Yeah. I need to have enough of your blood. Cause
1: the potion is a blood potion. Yeah. So I need enough to not only become you, but to keep being you.
2: Like yeah. we keep turning into you. So Letty, who killed somebody, and she probably don't know that she killed somebody. Yeah. And um, I just took the body and kept it alive yeah. to give me something else, so I can trans that I can transform into. And I've been holding y'all in the basement because yeah. that's my chamber.
1: That's the chamber, um, man. Whatever. And so. she down there, Christina down there, she bloody so clearly she just unbecame William f- for whatever time. Like I don't know if this is a continuation from yeah, that episode. That sometimes... The time seems a little off, but um, she's explaining to Ruby like, yo. William really was alive and the nigga was working with the police captain and the whole Chicago order. He was part of that faction, but he was also like this brilliant scientist trying to come up with a potion and da 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 So when he got killed, I completed his, his work, basically. Nigga,
2: I put that nigga potion together. We was right as far as her being him so that she can get into the order of yeah, yeah. being a
1: woman. Because she said that. She said that, yo, like I was... Part of the order, part of the Titus Braithwaite shit, you can't be a woman and get in. I spent most of my fucking life trying to get my dad to teach me this
2: shit. You know, they said golf start started and it was still for gentlemen only, ladies forbidden. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. I did not know that. Um, I don't know if that, that's one of them shits that you've seen. I forget what what country they said, but it yeah. was like a private club. You know, and then there'd be golf clubs, yeah. of course. Yep. Um, But it's still for uh jim and only ladies Ladies i see that because what is a golf you know what i'm saying like
1: what's a golf (laughs) like (laughs) i could see that starting out as a fucking uh sexist ass acronym man but she down there and she telling her like yo william was really part of the lodge in chicago when he died i wanted to complete his work because he had been teaching me these magic spells and shit like he was teaching me the shit my dad wouldn't and he was her lover like that was also said like yo i was fucking with this nigga and then ruby like uh yeah that's all good and all that but like basically what you wanted to do was fuck me as a man and christina was like look that shit might have came out of william mouth but i meant everything i said so now i'm like oh okay now you about to game her up as christina and Ruby, old oh, gullible ass going for whatever first of all ruby how have you not said any of this shit to your sister fuck beef nigga fam look at this is some whole different witchcraft shit how have you not told your sister like yo
2: i turned into a different
1: i turned into a white person like a literal whole different person i saw a white captain of the police department in uh north side chicago with a black torso like this some different shit like i need help or i i need somebody to listen to me because it's crazy but she ain't say none of that and then fast forward she over at uh d and them house trying to be a babysitter fam and then gonna say to hippolyta oh i needed to get away from where i had been staying anyway nigga don't bring that magic shit over here you've been fucking men and women and women and men nigga get out of here uh so then this nigga, doo, 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 tick jumped on the Greyhound. He goes to St. Louis to go to his cousin family house, his cousin friend house, somebody who was a cousin of the mom or whatever the fuck the connection was. And he gets there and the old lady didn't set him out. She got some plate, some good old Sunday food, and they kicking it. And he trying to learn more about his mom and his cousin and figure out if this lady might have access to the book the book of names um and she thinks she has a book but it turned out to just be a family uh, photo album like it wasn't nothing crazy so tick going through the photo album he's seeing all these pictures and shit he ain't really seeing nothing relevant initially until he sees a picture of a young lady who had like a birthmark scar type deal on her body
2: his exact same and then
1: and he her. realized oh shit i have the exact same mark is
2: this the mark of the Braithwaite? Auntie came out like, "Nigga, why your shirt off?" <laughs> she <laughs> came back like, "She was because he was
1: in the den, looking in the mirror and shit." Like, uh, she
2: like, "Let me get that one thing for you." She boy. like,
1: "Nigga, I was just going to get you a photo album and some pie, nigga. I wasn't trying to serve you that pie, nigga. Relax, tick." While they doing all that, man, let's go on and get into Hippolyta, bro. So Hippolyta drove all the way to Kansas. She gets to where the coordinates took her, and it was just giant like warehouse water tower looking building and um she went inside and she saw essentially like a life-size ori almost but it had some other like little components to it and shit so the key she found in the ori it was a space for her to put it in this this large contraption she just found so she put it in there start hitting buttons the shit lit up but she didn't really know what to do like it wasn't doing anything it was just lighting up So, she pressing all these buttons. I'm screaming at the TV, like, please please stop hitting shit. You don't know what you're doing. It's an old thing. She's smacking it to get it to work. It ain't doing shit. While she in there, she hears two police officers come up.
2: The cops pull up. They from Chicago. Well, no. Before she even gets to this part, um, she do that. She hit the buttons. And then she gets some sort of coordinates or whatever. And then she goes oh, somewhere yeah. and she starts doing, start doing the math. math. Yeah, and she starts right. adding shit up and yeah. it's like, oh, I need to do this. She was having one of them little
1: Rain Man moments and yeah, shit. Yeah, she's
2: doing all type of shit. And I guess she's she some some sort of code out of how yeah. to actually use it. And then she went back to the machine and started like using that yeah, shit Yeah
1: and that's when she heard the cops As she was punching in all these other numbers She just yeah. calculated And uh, these cops coming in So they're from the Chicago Lodge They work for the captain The police captain in North Chicago or whatever Why they all the way out in Kansas with it Never know But when they come in They see the machine is on And they literally say Who the fuck turned this machine on So now they look for somebody They running around Because this is a big empty space Other than this
2: machine How the fuck they there? How and why are they there That's why I thought Oh this is some Boston shit Yeah
1: no They all the way up In fucking Kansas Dog so But I guess If
2: you can go downstairs In the elevator And be in a And be in Back
1: from Boston To Chicago You could probably get to Kansas Pretty easy If you involved in the lodge Yeah And they were So they found her and they asking her, like, what's she doing, dog? Like, what you doing here? What you doing with this machine? Like, da-da-da. What you doing with that key? Who like, told
2: you how to turn this Yeah, who
1: on? told you how to cut this on? Like, what the fuck are you doing? And they, it's Tick finna to get the, ugly for her. Took the blicky took out. Took the blicky out. They finna get at her. And out of... Oh, while Tick was at old lady house, grandma house, um, Letty called. Because Letty was talking to her sister. They was making up, forgiving one another. Uh... Ruby had D bring some friends over so they could play games and shit. Letty was getting involved in game night. The little boy that came over was like, man, I can't wait till Bobo get home. He don't know Bobo not coming home. Um, Rest in peace Emmett Till. But then when Letty went and made up with her sister, her sister was like, yo, come taste this." She was cooking dinner. She had her taste some sauce and the garlic made Letty sick. Because Letty's pregnant. They ain't confirm it, but you could assume it. So when Letty got sick, she went upstairs to get some air, and she in Hippolyta' bedroom. While she in there getting some air, she realized the ori was on the floor. She been yeah. looking for the ori forever, cause the ori was in my house, nigga. Christina was here, look for it.
2: How the hell she get the phone number to where Tick at? Fam, fam, fam. Y'all just got a name, and yo, your 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 dad says she has a family in this in in St. Louis somewhere. Yeah. How the fuck you get the phone number? Immediately well, called. Maybe, tick. Well, you know what? I take that back. You probably called and say I'm trying to connect such and such because this was the time where niggas was actually probably connecting you, literally connecting you. Yeah. On the phone.
1: You. I. I guess. It seemed a bit odd. Yeah. But even more odd
2: was after she called tick
1: and said, "Yo, the Ori is here." Christina told me it's some time travel shit. Yo, Auntie didn't had it the whole time we've been looking for it, nigga. It got a. It got coordinates on it. She gave that nigga the coordinates. He like, wait, she in Kansas. Next thing you know Tick magically pops the fuck up in Kansas To save his auntie from getting killed by. Them that's cops. why I thought
2: they was driving to going
1: to the same place Fam Tick was in fucking St. Louis Auntie was in fucking Kansas I don't know how this happened This was one of them power moments Where the time just got like Wait a minute dog Cause even St. Louis to Kansas That's six hours bro Like you ain't just get there that quick Tick it was already the middle of the night But Tick popped up he got to St. Louis. He saved Auntie from getting killed. Auntie after Tick ran in and bum rushed them cops, Auntie picked up one of them guns. She shot the one cop in the chest. Which I thought was like, oh shit, Auntie, you ain't have to kill boy, but okay. And then before they could do anything with the other cop, the machine turned on officially. Like and it kinda put out a uh like a space time continuum sort of shit came out well, the, and it like a time
2: warp. See, so so when you look at the machine, yeah. So before, because the police officer or whatever the niggas is, shot the machine and fucked it up, yeah. Um, facts. So when it first turned on, it had a, a bunch of sets of numbers where you can go in there and essentially you can type in where you want to go, yeah. But when he shot the machine, it started going haywire. So every time it flashed, it was a different point in yeah. time in a different either point in time and or planet dimension or whatever yeah so that bitch kept flashing so she when she threw a nigga out there a nigga pop, popped out of somewhere it's yeah. like a nigga just fell out the sky in here yeah and that's what i thought she was gonna do with the dead body i'm like you throw that nigga, yeah, in, there. Throw that nigga in the fucking thing but no they threw the live
1: cop in them yeah. Huh? Yeah. and then oh something real quick that i forgot i forgot uh when she was first hitting the road She was driving down this long ass road and a woman drove by her on a motorcycle. Weird. It was Bessie Stringfield. Um, Bessie Stringfield was the first black woman to ride across the United States solo on a motorcycle. Mm. Um, And she was also one of few civilian motorcycle dispatch riders for the U.S. Army during World War II. Mm. So... Bessie stringfield salute to that and salute to that little touch you of can, history i
2: huh? mean you can tell it meant something yeah because yep. it, it, it didn't connect with anything else yeah. you can tell it meant something I'm, think, I, I'm like yo is that is that tick moms is yep. that tick grandma like what is it gonna be yeah or?
1: man she was known as the motorcycle queen of miami and uh again first african-american woman to ride across the u.s solo so salute to that little touch man i just i like when lovecraft does them little touches like that but anyway fast forward so they just threw the cop through the uh little space warp and then her and tick are standing there holding hands because it's like oh shit what the fuck just happened but they standing right in front of the time warp
2: That's not you should you shouldn't
1: you don't stand directly in front of that mug i don't care if you're holding hands or not so it sucks auntie in there i thought both of them went in Didn't it did suck it? it sucked tick in there too but we don't know what happened We didn't see what happened. So I'm guessing that might be an episode or it might be a part. We gonna learn something. But because it not only sucked him in there, it also showed when he fell out later. Like That nigga dropped out of the shit after auntie said, I'm Hippolyta George White. Yeah. And I'm uh, I'm D mama. Yeah. When she went home, we saw Tick drop out the shit and it was like, where auntie at? But apparently she was already at the crib. Um, but anyway, she got sucked in, and that's when shit got a little little different, man. So she gets sucked into the machine, and she, like, woke up on this, like, distant moon-type situation. And while she's on the moon... Two androids walked up on I her. I
2: thought Kanye West Yeezys was gonna come. I
1: out. didn't know what was happening in this scene, bro. The it looked, getting... like a, looked
2: like one of the Yeezy shoes. Yeah. He about to drop.
1: These two androids ran up on her, dog, and they put her in the prison, basically, or what she thought was prison. It wasn't actually a prison. She was in an all white room. It was in an all white room. She woke up naked. Uh, Salute to her at 51, saying, Yo, nigga, I'm out here. Body, what up? Yo, shout out to the 51. Yeah. Oh no. Look great for fifty one. Salute. Big salute, man. Not the thirty one. <laughs> also facts, nigga. <laughs> so she woke up, man, and she uh she's in this again. Quote prison, and I'm saying quote because the room she's in is actually what set her free. So this wasn't a prison, and the lady that came in there kept telling her this is not a prison. This is not a jail. Like. You're with, not in jail With the cleanest of Afro The Afro was amazing The Afro was 12 feet tall herself That woman was also tall as shit Um, The woman's name was funny as hell to me When I looked at the credits Her name in the show was Beyond Say But it was Say spelled in French Like Say la vie um, But it was Beyond Say And Say in French means like I am or it is Or something like that and then, so I was like, but obviously you say it all in one word. It's Beyonce. So I was like, okay, I see what they on.
2: I'm thinking they was like beyond. Yeah. Say. That's what because it, because. Yeah. I'm beyond speaking. I'm bi- I'm existing. I'm, you know,
1: it, I don't know. Hold up. Uh, I'm about to look up. Say in French means it is. Yeah. So I'm beyond whatever it is, nigga. Beyond what you think I am. Like, and it was dope because she kept when uh when Hippolyta kept asking her name she kept saying I am, period nigga I'm whatever the fuck I want to be dog like shout out to everybody who drops an I am album
2: oh my god all of them favorite I am album it's some deeper meaning behind the I am albums by yeah. the yeah yeah but and they all got a white cover it's a whole
1: nother pod yeah like that's a pods worth of info I've read some shit on that um but. When she kept asking her, you know, who are you, where am I at? Like, why y'all got me locked in here? Old girl kept telling her, this is not a jail. You are not in jail, dog. And she kept asking her, who do you
2: want to be? Like, where do you want to be? If you don't want to be in here, you think you're in jail. Where do you want to be, dog? Then this got kind of weird for me. Um, She was beating on the door then there was blood on her hands. Because
1: she had them things in her wrist. Did you notice that? Yeah, so they
2: broke when she hit the door. Okay. Yeah, that's why she was bleeding. She was and hitting the door, and then the- she was fully. She had a uh, the long sleeve, and then it was short sleeve. Yeah, ripped. Like yep. when did it rip? I mean, outfits. Um, like so, it was like she went from normal, boom, yeah. boom. It wasn't no blood to boom, it's blood, and then these, yep. is, then these is ripped or whatever. So that was kind of uh, that was kind of weird. But, yeah, it did get a little funky, but and then-, then she just like figured out how to work shit. And turn a couple screws and like the door open. Yeah, like, fam, this is the future, right? uh We don't need this shoddy wiring, and Max. this got to work a better way. To, <laughs> to unscrew this and then door yeah. opens. Eh, and when the door open, oh girl was right there
1: again. Beyonce, don't and, she, her. and she like yo nigga, you can't come out of here. She trying to run She just hitting her With the little uh, like, oh, Dr. Manhattan shit I told
2: you this wasn't prison
1: yeah. But if you want it to be Then that now it can be yeah. that Because again It's whatever you want it to be This is where you Find your freedom So After she asked her A million times Like where the fuck You want to be Finally Hippolyte just threw Some shit out Like hey,
2: I want to be on stage. I want to be in French Josephine Dancing with Josephine Baker
1: And then next thing you know, that's where the fuck she was at, man. In France, not knowing the routine at all, nigga. And what's
2: so funny is when she said that, I just think that that's in the past, but that was probably present tense. Well, that was present tense.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because Josephine Baker was probably somebody she loved and looked up to at that current moment. And nigga, it was such a- This is where the bar started. (sighs) So she in there, she dancing with the troupe. She was fucking up at first. None of the women liked her. All the French women like, oh, was fucking Americans. But Josephine Baker, being American, is like, nigga, come kick it with me, dog. Like, let's talk. We going we gonna to kick it. And Hippolyta got comfortable. They started a bar fest. And while they over there talking, boy, this shit got deep. Let me go to the quote. Where is this shit at? So Hippolyta was talking to Josephine Baker and she said, "Um, I see what I was robbed of back there. I thought I had everything I ever wanted, but I just wanted, but I was just the Negro woman that white folks wanted me to be. They found a smart way to lynch me without me noticing the noose. It's a fucking bar, nigga. And then she says, sometimes I want to kill white folks
2: and not just them. I hate me for letting them make me feel small so that that first quote were say man they didn't find a way to lynch me without me without knowing the, it yeah and like without noticing the news being mad at yourself for falling victims to certain things yeah i felt this way y'all not y'all may agree y'all don't agree i felt this way all weekend when mm. i saw black people um upset that another person wasn't paying taxes And I thought to myself, Mm. first and foremost, nigga, we don't want to pay that shit. Mm -hmm. And we have convinced ourselves, because since we didn't build this motherfucker, we didn't convince ourselves, well, fuck it. Since I got to do it, then you got to do it too. Why are we we arguing for the system? Yeah. Like, you have convinced yourself that you are part of this. Yeah. And like, no, fam, we're not supposed to be working for the system, so to speak.
0: Yeah. I just thought that was weird.
2: Not that I enjoy the person who was involved quote unquote involved. And I'm like, well, also y'all niggas don't got on no business because I do that. But, <laughs> <laughs> um you just don't know how it works. But like I thought like you can't like you've been tricked. Yeah. Like you have been indoctrinated and you don't know it. And I I And understood. now you mad cause somebody knew it and abused it. I was thinking about that earlier in the day and then later on that night when this came out I'm like, fam, this is what I've been saying all day today up to my, my in my mind. The part of that that hit me, um, she
1: said, I thought I had everything I ever wanted, but I was just a Negro woman that white folks wanted me to be. And then skip forward to sometimes I want to kill white folks and it's not just them. I hate me for letting them make me feel small. Yes. N-ga. Um, And pardon me for dropping nigger immediately after that quote, but nigga that was a fucking bar man like to hate yourself for and i didn't realize that that particular quote i hate me for letting them make me feel small was going to be the theme
2: of the remainder of this episode and hippolytus travels to 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 perfectly illustrate that point um and i struggle with this yeah is we got to be a certain way at work yep because we think it expected of us Yep, we change our voice octaves. That code switch. We we do the code switching, mm-hmm. and I hate myself when I did it. Yeah, and I I hate myself when I hear it, um, and I hate myself when I do it to an extent currently, but I've 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 tried to make a conscious effort to not do that, right? Yeah, um, because I'm always gonna be we 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 when we dealing with business, I'm always gonna be professional. Yep, but I don't have to look like a certain way. Because you told me that it was the standard. Yeah. Um, I don't have to sound a certain way because you sound that way. I can be me, conduct business, be intelligent, be professional, and still be myself and not, we have made it like, yo, know, it's something wrong with you being you. Yeah. Another one that illustrate this to me is with the quote unquote ghetto names. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think there's a such thing as it.
1: I think there are names.
2: There's a name. And the only reason that there is a quote unquote ghetto name is because you can hear that name and immediately know that that person is black. Yep. That's the only qualifier. Right. When I hear this name, oh, they black. Yeah. So it's inherently wrong. And then us start attacking other people with quote unquote ghetto names. Yeah. Fam. Fam. A name uh, the Shaniqua That was the common one and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like you can't pronounce my first name. I can't pronounce your last name. Facts. So like sportsmanator, nigga. You, I don't know that. I can't you know what I'm saying? but like it's But nothing. we never called that ghetto. We called it normal. You know what I'm saying? And it's so funny, and it's is something that you the the lack of a better term, like you hate the African American or the Africans inside of America who went through the diaspora mm-hmm. culture, because if somebody has a Swahili name, no matter how weird it sounds, yep. you're okay with it. Yep. And you, you won't accept that. But if you hear, a ne- and that, even if it's spelled, not like it, if it's pronounced, not like it's spelled, but you like, but it's Swahili. So it's cool. Yeah. You cool with it. Or it's, it's French. So it's cool. Cause that's their culture. Yeah. So in this particular culture, when we got a, a couple of apostrophes into somebody name, we make fun of it. It's this, it's that, but yes. like, yo, why is it bad? Because it's from this culture. It's only bad because you're comparing it to the quote unquote dominant culture. Yeah. And anything I like, we've been tricked to anything that we come up with is wrong. And the quote unquote white Anglo-Saxon male way is the correct way. Yep. And I felt that way when she was saying like, I hate myself For even allowing me to 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 feel small, yeah,
1: like you're you're basically in that time, especially like we experience it now in 2020. But man, imagining the 1950s and growing up in that era, shit, being a mother in that era a parent in that era, like nigga, they make you feel small for the smallest of shit. Your name i don't control her name i could imagine her name being her name kind of i'm just thinking about it in this moment hippolyta probably wasn't the most accepted name back then Nigga, like and they probably made her feel
2: small about her
1: name they probably said what is that ghetto ass name that trash ass name
2: and the whole thing is my name the whole thing about her having to name something and Uh name herself Goes back to when she was a child. Yep. When she wanted to name one of the star constellations, they were like, We're not letting you name this. Yeah. And when she did name Pluto, a
1: white girl was given credit for it. Yeah. That that whole naming. Yeah. It um, means something. Yeah. And again, as black folks, my name is my name, nigga. This goes all the way back to slavery when motherfuckers. Shit, we was talking about Antebellum on uh, the last pod on episode 123. Go check that out if y'all ain't listening to a chat. But we were talking about Antebellum. One thing that did happen at the beginning of that movie that was yeah, relative um, was the naming yeah. and, and the slaves not wanting to accept their names, specifically uh,
2: Janelle Monae's character, Eden, not wanting to accept her name. What do you think? Is you think there's a power in naming the same way there's a, as a power in spelling. Mm. Because we think of spelling as in putting letters together. Yeah. But the spelling matters. Yeah. Because the spelling can take you to an entirely
1: different continent if you spell it a certain way.
2: No, I'm talking about yeah. spells as in Lovecraft oh, the, Country. The spells. spells. The spells. Yeah. Well. Because spelling is, from what I've been told yeah, and what yeah, I've yeah. heard. Like, yeah. The spelling of a word is it's quite literally a spelling a spell. A, yeah. And I mean that's
1: from everything I've heard, that's where the word or the term spelling came from. Yeah. Is casting spells. Um I do think that the way it could be a thing, um, naming and spelling being somehow. Connected somehow and being a part of something somehow. And even like or looking if, at tick
2: decoding these books and these words and shit. Or if there's another So just how there's another meaning of spelling, I wonder, I guess the better question is, I wonder if there's another meaning for naming Naming. Um, and why there's so much importance on the name. And it's it's also, I mean, even if, if the connection from
1: naming to spelling isn't there, there's a connection between power and naming. Because when you name in some, it's essentially you're birthing it. You're controlling it. You're raising it. You're creating it. Yeah. Like to name something is to essentially birth it. And
2: I mean, nigga, if you, who shit, let's go back. Let's, yeah. let, let's get deep into it because this whole thing is about the book of Adam. Mm-hmm. and Adam named everything after him. Everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, the naming of something Mm -hmm. and the creation of something maybe. And that's literally what they're talking about. This is the the first episode. They're trying to get back to the point where they were able to name them. And then Hippolyta, she told her, what do you want to be? What, what, what do you want to (laughs) be? What is your name? Why don't you know where, uh, what the, you know the uh, the Malcolm X. Yeah, yeah, what is your yep. name? Why don't you know what your name is? It can't be Johnson. I that hurt my feelings. My <laughs> way. Uh, it can't be, And he said Smith, nigga. That's my 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 parents <laughs> made Like shit, nigga. J ain't nobody. Yeah, nigga, we, if we talking about slave, like I'm but, both sides.
1: But look at um even that though. Look at slavery. Like what's the first thing they stripped you of? It wasn't
2: your freedom. It was your, your name. name, literally. Your name, and then your tongue, and then your tongue because don't the, <laughs> speak because you can speak and like, come on man hey this this shit
1: gets deeper man like again man salute to misha green and whoever was involved in in creating this show and writing these um extremely intricate details because nigga her name being her name is fucking deep even in the scene with george where he said uh what was their last name i cannot remember their last name but when he said you hippolyta george's wife and she was like no nigga i'm more than that <laughs> like that's kind of the problem right there is that i've always been hippolyta george's wife and before that i was hippolyta the black girl trying to impress these white folks like nigga i missed when i was hippolyta i lost that
2: <laughs> freeman
1: freeman 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 nigga Come on, George the Freeman, Hippolyta the, the Freeman. Free man. Come on, dog. Come on, Come on dog. <laughs> this show a bar fest, and they don't even know it. Sometimes, man, we gotta figure out a way to get to Misha Green. Who got Misha Green number, bro? She got a. She got a. She got a social. We gonna figure it out because I have to get to her. This is one of those pods or one of those shows where we pod respectfully enough that i can go to you and legitimately say like yo we have discussions about your show like i don't you won't feel disrespect when you hear how we talking about it i would like to speak with her because and granted we don't do interviews
2: but this is no, that's somebody even if she
1: could get five questions off nigga i would enjoy that time because the level of detail is crazy man like freeman nigga come on bro
2: come on bro so um and his power in naming that's what boy again so to my to to one of the other points i was making yeah, yeah. like i don't like the safe names mm. it's like i'm gonna just name my name my son john yeah. so when he gets his resume or send his app it's the same fucking yeah, yeah. y'all got one or two excuses for the yeah. whole nine because i don't want no one to not give yeah. his re- listen flood the market with unique names you don't have a fucking choice yeah like you don't That's, have to you don't have to be underneath this this imaginary rule or yeah. this glass ceiling because you there is power in naming 100%. If you want to be a unique name fine fuck it B1, do it be one I, um, I said
1: it on this spot before I can't remember the convo we was having, but I don't think it was this level of depth. But the point is the same. um Salute to my uncle Skip when he named all three of my cousins. All they names African, man. Kofi Dejanaba, Kari Cambon, uh Kalani Kanye. All they names is African names with Ks. And I don't know why the K thing was specific to it's him. three of them? Yeah. You know, coffee, K- um, KK, okay, woo. K- K- K. was Lil John racist? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. was my uncle racist? Listen, when they all three of them get together, they gotta turn I on mean Lil Come on, come dog, on. okay, K- K. but it's that level of depth. Because, one, yeah, all their names are unique, and yeah, they're African, but all their names mean certain words. And when you put their names together, it means something like, and it's just, it's something to be said in a name. And I I really could appreciate Hippolyta in the convo. She started with Josephine Baker, beginning to recognize exactly what it was that she wanted. Like after having that alien Afro lady ask her, what do you want to be? Where do you want to be? So many times, like she started to get it. And when she was talking to Josephine Baker, she told her, like, I am Hippolyta. And boom, right when she said it, she goes to the next
2: world. And the more the the, the the I don't know if Misha Green was attempting to do this, but yeah. I, I'm fairly sure. Like, do you understand that you can name yourself whatever you want to be and you can literally be that? Mm-hmm. And the yep. podcaster.
1: Yep. I can Aunt, legally make that my name. Nigga. No. Yeah. Not I can go by that. You can know me by that. I can legally do it. I can
2: do anything with my name. Yeah. So what I mean when I when I say you can name yourself anything, like it's the old ad, it's like you can be whatever you want to be. Facts. If you see yourself as this, yeah. you you're can that. be that. If You're, you're Jay
1: Johnson three one three to a lot of people.
2: 100%. I'm Trinidad Ant to a lot of people. And like if if it comes like you know what I want to do? I wanna be a movie star. Mm-hmm. If I name myself a movie star, if I see myself as a movie star and I start acting in that, hate to use this word, you can manifest that. You can. You know what I'm saying? You can can. name yourself anything. But that was the the, the
1: underlying piece about, oh, girl, repeating that this is not a jail. This is where you become free. This is where
2: you learn who you really are. 'Cause you gotta learn who you want to be. What if this is what they're telling you for yo, this this physical existence that we hear, Mm -hmm. energy can't be destroyed or created. It is what it is. So I don't know that there's new souls being created, but hey, while you here in this physical, this physical realm, yeah, this not a jail at all. What you wanna be? Yeah. Go be that. Who's stopping you? Yep. Go be that. So
1: when she uh, when she screamed out to Josephine Baker, I am Hippolyta. She transitions, goes to the next world, the next journey, um, and then she popped up in the middle of a tribe of female warriors, right? The uh, Dahomey Amazons. She popped up in the middle of a tribe. She was fighting uh Naoi, I believe, um, was this warrior. Nawi was an actual warrior in the Dahomey tribe. She was the last living one. She died in like 1970. Mm. Um, yeah, she lived a long ass time. But she they said she would retell stories about like the battle of 18 something. Like she was there and she was with the shits. And um when Hippolyta popped up in the middle of them, she's fighting Naui and Naui knocked her ass out. he's the queen warrior princess. Like she whooping Hippolyta ass. And the last time she knocked Hippolyta down, Hippolyta looked defeated. Like she wasn't going to get up. Like, all right, fam, like I'm trying and you keep fucking me up. You hit me every time I try to do something. So then Naui got in another bar fest. She said, quote, when you fall to the ground in defeat, you may ask, why am I here? You may ask, why must I get up? Your whole life you were told you were free, but when they said you were free, they meant free to cook their food and raise their children, free to work for them. They even lied to you and told you you were free to run the world, but it's their world. They only offered the freedom a well-kept slave can ask for, and you must get up to strip that fear away. that's a bar nigga like come on dog like they even lied to
2: you and told you you were free to run the world but it is still their world um who was saying this this was like yesterday somebody was saying like yo even when you like you think you got the illusion that you in control even when you go into a shoe store and purchase whatever you thought you picked out whatever shoe that you want to in the store It was a particular selection. Yeah. This wasn't what, like, I gave you a selection and then you, and you chose from, from the selection. You chose from what I give you. Yeah. Nigga,
1: hold up. What was the, because that's part of the bar she said. What She said uh, they only offer the freedom a well-kept slave can ask for. You only asking for what you think exists outside of what you can do. That's what you asking me for. You asking me for the shit that I show you you can't have. Cause you a well kept slave, nigga. I let you see it. I don't let you have it. So when you are free, quote unquote, now the only shit you want is what I told you you couldn't attain.
2: Uh, 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 oh, that man over there, he he ain't pay his taxes. <laughs> man. <laughs> what well, if you don't get on my face, man.
1: Well kept slave shit. Um, the the real shit is uh, thinking about your shoe example, nigga. What makes people want? certain shit like if i walk in the store and all these shoes is ugly but i still get a pair because these is the popping shoe why did i buy those i didn't really want like we're literally told what to like like what's popping nigga they nigga the word trending comes from exactly that we buy trendy shit and niggas like to be on a like oh psh, i don't ever go with the trends i do my own thing i set no, my own drum don't. no you don't because now you with all the other niggas who say
2: they don't go with the trends so what's so funny is that like even the quote unquote people who do their own thing in mm-hmm. high school oh you wear all black and yeah. trench coats nigga the goth yeah. is a clique fam <laughs> like oh you want f- different f-
1: i don't buy the jays and all that shit. all i wear is vans guess what so do the skateboarders nigga. like you found another clique fam nigga skateboarders been wearing dunks for a million years now nigga dunks is 600 dollars for the worst dunks you paying five six hundred dollars
2: on the resale all i really want to wear is Jordan ones and dunks and i can't never get them because they the most popular shit out there nigga it's funny every time
1: uh like y'all know me i ain't never fucking uh been ashamed of my 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 love for my nigga yay yay dropped some wild ass shoes over the last year like he's gotten like in a different like level of spacey looking weird shoe some of them I like, some of them I don't. Some of them I'm like, eh, I'll rock them bitches. Some of them I'll be like, that was a little too wild for me. Every time I see them on the internet, though, you go through the comments, oh, man, I'm ugly ass shit, ain't nobody buying them. And then when they drop, sold out in a minute. Why? Because as much as you niggas thought they probably wasn't ugly, you still got them. Because somebody told you that those was the joints to get. Um, Monkey see, monkey do. Yeah, dog. And uh, again, man, going back to the whole freedom part of it. Like, you're not really free, man. Everything you think you're doing to be different, everything you think is making you exclusive, everything you think is is making you a, a creative, is somebody else's thought. They just put it in your head, and now you executing it. They told you them shoes was fresh, now you buying them. They told you this is what you do to get rich. Man, come on, dog. Like All we see is panels of people telling you what to do and how to become successful whole time they became successful telling you how to do it because you follow them
2: happiness is a choice man choose to be happy name, name yourself happy yeah. name yourself yeah because you are what you name yourself you are how you act you are how you behave man you are who you you are who you said you are literally but <laughs> be if, who you say you are and if you you are who you say you are to yourself forget what you say online forget what you say out to the public you that in your brain yeah you know who you really are Yep. and until you fix that you're gonna be going from general <laughs> from from world to world
1: yeah trying to figure it out and and the bar fest didn't stop there right so after now we gave uh hippolyta that that gem yeah um of a quote hippolyta Got up and she stripped her fear away because as she told her, you must get up to strip your fear away. When this shit knock you down, you have to get back up. She got up. She fought her. She ended up yielding her sword at her. She got crowned and now she ready to go out there and be a warrior. So she goes out there. The whole tribe is fighting Um You think the she don't remember how to fight? Nigga, she might because she knew how to fight when she was fighting. Side like, note,
2: we don't know how much time went past. No, we don't. In the hyperbaric yeah, time yeah, chamber. Yeah. Because every time it was a different coordinate, mm-hmm. which I'm assuming is what they, they use for a date. Yeah. Um and it was like, yo, ass whoop got a little bit better, still got my yeah. ass whooped. Got a little bit yeah. better, still got beat up. Got now I'm back. Now I'm back and I'm I'm back yeah. and I'm better. <laughs> now I'm the lead. Yeah. I'm taking my team on some Leonidas and 300 yeah. stuff.
1: And they out there, they fighting the Confederates. They killed that first little troop that came through. And then after they did that, everybody's standing there. They in their warrior bag. They stand at all these strong women, these strong tribal Amazon women. And uh, Hippolyta gave them another fucking quote. This shit was whoo. She say, we are here because we didn't believe them when they told us our rage was not ladylike. We didn't believe them when they said our violence goes too far or that the hatred for our enemies is not godlike. They said that to women like us because they know what happens when we are free, free to hate when we must free to kill when we must free to bring destruction when we must. That is our freedom. That is our prayer, no matter what they think of us. After we grind them in the dirt. That is our love. Nigga. Who the fuck wrote this episode? This shit was amazing, dog. Misha Green in her bag. In her bag bag. It was like different bag. And then after that, she led them into a battle that they probably lost. They went and it was, they had just killed 100 soldiers. It was 20,000 coming down. And they went through and win or lose she went and led them after that fucking speech. And it was just like, come on, dog. This is fucking like if you were as a black person, I'm already watching this episode. And then she dipped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She got the fuck out of here right for that twenty thousand. <laughs> cane. She turned around like, oh shit. I know they not looking, <laughs> nigga. They see us. I'm out. Um, and then she said, I am Hippolyta Freeman, George's wife. And next
2: thing you know, she popped up in bed with my nigga, Unc. So this is where I was confused. Okay i and i didn't get quote unquote unconfused until <laughs> um until george started asking the questions that i was asking yeah um because i'm thinking like because they it went back to season i mean episode one yep waking up that morning yep i'm like yo is that what happened before mm. did hippolyta know mm. all of this before george and left? it actually
1: happened later
2: yeah mm. like i'm like yo is that what's going on here and i'm like yo is this how george comes back to the show yeah Cause i'll be okay with this and now you can tell him or you know what i'm saying i'm like yeah. i'll be okay with bringing uncle george back 100
1: um, i mean i've said it a million times i know they ain't just signed courtney b vance on for two
2: episodes nigga so we seen them, you know, when the, when the season started, they was, they were, you know, they made love and then it went to outside where the daughter was and where Tick was coming in, but we didn't see what was going on in the bedroom. Yeah, right. Yep. So I'm like, yo, is this the conversation that, that was they we're having that morning? Yeah. Um, but then I kind of realized it wasn't. And yeah. this was.
1: She, so they're in bed and she telling him about all these different worlds she had not seen, Right. Yeah. She's essentially telling him how she ended up in this bed right now. Like, yo, I have been here, there and everywhere else. I done seen some of the wildest shit in the world. And I was even in a world where I could name myself anything. Which is
2: what you do in real life when some shit like this happens. Yeah. You go and tell your loved ones. Yeah. Uh, Ruby turned to a whole white woman, uh, shed and skin, and won't tell her soul. It's only talking to the
1: woman who manipulated her, fucked her as a man, and then transformed back into a white woman. And uh, that's the only person Ruby know how to talk to.
2: Freaking, uh, Letty, you've seen, a, you've seen yourself pregnant in, these, in this vision, knowing good and damn well that these visions, it ain't, that's not a regular dream. Not at all. You won't share that information at Fam, all.
1: You went from figuring out in the dream, you were pregnant and then next thing you know, you set on fire. And then found out Tick has been having a similar dream. Speak up. Say kind of something And specifically with Letty and Tick, where they pissed me off with not saying the details of this shit, is nigga, we actually went through this together. Ruby wasn't with us. So her not saying this shit, because in her mind, Ruby might still think this too wild and nobody going to believe me. I can understand it. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck, but I can understand somebody saying they won't believe this shit when I tell them. It's one or two people I can tell. But nigga, well, you got to tell your sister. Your damn sibling <laughs> is your sibling. But Letty and Tick, y'all went through this together. Y'all literally know magic exists. Yes. Y'all are looking for magic together. Y'all are looking for a book to be able to decode words so you can cast spells. Come on, my Ninja. nigga. Hippolyta the only one with some goddamn sense oh my gosh so hippolyta telling george all this shit she says that yo i was even in a in a world where i could name myself anything i wanted to and george was like
2: damn is this real like this moment we in right now am i really here valid question and that means george is acting like george yep like yo if you saying all that so is this the real world yeah is this and like wait a minute and that's when the combo got wild. You could be anything in the world. Yep. And you chose to be my wife.
1: And he happy. He said, I'm happy that with everything you saw and all the adventures you had, you still named yourself my wife. Yeah. Hippolyta Freeman. And that motherfucker Hippolyta
2: said. You ever had a conversation with somebody? And uh hey, oh, we need to talk. Yeah. And then you start talking and it don't go your way. <laughs> yeah. Cause he thought he said some smooth shit. Yeah. And yeah. Then like and the part like they distant. Like, yeah. Nigga, he said that shit. And she sat over. up and went to the corner of the bed. Not a great feeling. And he was sitting
1: up there with his chest hair all out and shit. He like, what I did. <laughs> what I did. She was like, nigga, since I was a little girl, again, she ain't said it directly, but probably referencing that Pluto shit. Yep since I was a little girl naming planets and I named a literal planet, which is again, that was a true story. It wasn't Hippolyta, but a black girl real life named Pluto. And I don't have all the notes cause we said that in whatever the first Lovecraft pod was, um, or the Boston episode. Uh, so go back two episodes and find that, but a black girl named Pluto. And then a white girl was given credit for it. That literally like Hippolyta's story is literally true, man. And, um, She's saying, since I was a little girl, I felt like I was shrinking myself to fit everybody else's narrative of what I should be. dog.
2: And then she said, by the time I met you, oh, I was shrunk already.
1: I was shrunk. And then she said, when I met you, I thought, I thought, thought you, you saw me. me. I thought you saw me,
2: dog. Woo, nigga. You know what I thought about? What? What was it? I see you. Mmm. What movie? It was a. It was a. It was a black movie. Uh Queen of Slim. Yes. Yep. Queen of Slim.
1: Yep. Um, yeah. A bar. I've told y'all for the last I don't know how many pods that every time Queen of Slim comes on HBO, I watch it and then I bust out crying. So great fucking movie. There Go listen to our Queen of Slim pod. Too. Um I see you. No,
2: that was Avatar. Mmm Avatar.
1: Avatar was so
2: deep. Uh Avatar was like a different level of depth. Like If you pay attention to Avatar, that movie was black as hell. Facts. But the black people was blue.
1: Yeah. Yep. And if you didn't get that when Avatar came out, we need to talk. Because that was, it was so obvious. (laughs) Everything that
2: was about Avatar that's another pie that's another that's a that's a different, yeah that's a yeah different it's a
1: pie. different bag man um so she told him like ever since i was a little girl i felt like i was shrinking and by the time i met you i had shrank i was as small as i could feel and then when i met you i thought you saw me
2: you know what i love about this scene hmm. um and i love about their relationship yeah and i wonder if this was because this was then it's like, is this a dream world for her type yeah. thing? Or is or? she really getting off how she feels about her life? Because I, I respected George because you sometimes you don't see it. Yeah. He was like, well, no, that's not what happened. I didn't. Yeah. Well, maybe I did, but I didn't see. But then he was like.
1: Because she said she started realizing she was angry. She was upset at everything. She had a problem with it. She felt unfulfilled. And she said it was because she allowed herself to shrink. But she was upset at George from sitting there allowing her to get small. You sat there and watched me get small.
2: No, 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 I didn't.
1: I no. ain't even know. I ain't even know you. You knew. <laughs> when the nigga voice get high
2: like, I ain't even know you was small. You know. The fuck? You know. And y'all got to be from the city and yeah. follow ratchet stuff on the internet yeah, to know. To what. get it. <laughs> um, But it was it was wild because. Then he owned up. He owned up and he apologized. He said, you know what? You're absolutely right. Yep. I allowed you to be small so I can go out there on the road and be and would be safe and yep. feel comfortable knowing that you were here waiting on me.
1: Yep. You was in the house safe. I felt good about that. Man. Me coming back home to you and our daughter made me feel good. You know what's crazy, too? As much as she loves D, they didn't get too deep in the bag, but you could kind of see it with One. Her turning around and going to Artem with D in the car with her. Like, fuck the danger. I might be putting my young daughter in. She coming. Two, um, when they got to Artem and they was at the thing and her mom or D got out the car like, Mom, I don't think we should be here. I think something bad happened here. Side note. Never mind. I got I just
2: figured it out.
1: And then when she left D, obviously back in Chicago with Ruby, though, like, again, you could all, you could, uh figure that they knew ruby and letty from round away. uh but damn nigga you just left her with fucking ruby like nigga her cut you gotta call tick like come watch your cousin i'm going on to call it she definitely wasn't calling him but call somebody though like ruby i ain't seen ruby talk to none of their family but it was just like as much as you know she loves her daughter you could also probably gather that yeah i felt small going back to that quote um that the Nawi lady said she said, uh, doo, 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 doo. your whole life they told you you were free, but when they said that you were free, they meant free to cook their food and raise their children. This is your daughter, but at the same time, was it George telling you you free? You my wife, you George Freeman you hippolyta freeman you
2: ain't gotta work stay you home. ain't gotta do nothing
1: you free to do whatever you want but raise my daughter and you be here when i get back do from my guy
2: you want in the confines of this backyard <laughs> so, <laughs> so you no you do whatever you want in this kitchen he did own up to
1: it and um he said yo you hippolyta freeman Switching it from earlier when he kicked off the convo By saying you chose to be George Freeman's wife
2: And he like I, I, and already, I
1: always knew that you
2: were um, a discoverer Yeah um, Or did, did, was it a discoverer? Yeah, yeah and yeah.
1: that's what she said I am Hippolyta the discoverer And then they go off
2: and now they in like together together because they she started doing a little transfer thing yeah. and then she grabbed his hand yeah i'm like yo can she take tick wherever she want to take him if do it work that way
1: i think so but um they popped up in like this space type situation. They were in the rocket ship that was shaped like Woody. Go catch that little bar if y'all didn't, cause I thought it was pretty cool when I saw it. But it was like the little panels on the side of the rocket ship and shit. And then during this moment, um I wish I had fucking downloaded the uh the the song, but uh they were listening to Sun Ra. Sun Ra's playing in the background during this moment and it was like the perfect the words were perfect, dog. Let me see. Uh, I wish I had the transcript even. I'm bullshitted not putting that in my notes. Um, Sun Ra, Lovecraft, Country. Uh, Yeah, I it's not telling me exactly which Sun Ra um, song that was, but Sun Ra was a jazz composer and brilliant. And this scene in the end of this episode was just like, wild impactful uh the words that Sun Ra was saying but um they have this moment and that's then name by the way Sun Ra Nick come on bro come on bro uh and I mean Sons of Ra like it, come one, on man that, come that, on that, man that, that, that's a name come on man don't uh, let's not get into it dog we can go on a whole nother Egyptian pie. but um yeah this scene was dope and it was it was powerful because now this was finally her being her she was being Hippolyta. She was being who she wanted to be.
2: And then she decided- Talking decide. to the to space- Yeah. Space fro. Yeah. And uh, she was like, yo, you you here now. You done yeah. made it. Yeah. Now you, you get it. You get it. These are different worlds and everything like that. You can do whatever you want. She's like, do I need this, this in my arms no more? Yeah. Nah, you, nah, nah, need you it. take it out. You good. Is it permanent though? Like, hey. this is just, this is me now? Yeah. Yeah, you're good. You good. Hey. Cool do whatever you want she's like so with all i know and with all i've been how am supposed to go back to normal yeah like you can go wherever you want to can i go back to earth yeah earth one <laughs>
1: the multiverse D- nigga and uh, that's you know what's crazy about that though man thinking about um just experiences in life in general dog like you're always expected to quote bounce back No matter what you go through, you see the most traumatic shit in the world. You see the most miraculous shit in the world. You bounce back and you go back to normal. What is this quest to be back to normal? Sometimes you need to go forward from what you learned.
2: That's not. I took an L, but today I bounced
1: back. Ah, today I learned from last night from that L, and now I'm doing. I I don't want to bounce back to where I was before. I want to do better than what I was doing before. And I feel like sometimes we gotta change the way we thinking about that shit. Again, it's all part of the freedom. Like, niggas telling you get yeah. back to normal. Nigga, Now nah, I'm trying to get beyond where I was at when the abnormality happened. Normal? 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 <laughs> like, come on, man. Drake? Drake? So uh, she went back, quote, to normal. And um, when she says she's Hippolyta and she's going back to her normal life, We see Tick fall out the damn space continuum. And it was like, what the? Where Tick been at? No. We got to find out. So I I need a Tick episode. Because Tick going into these different coordinates and zones and times and shit with his power, he might go in there and learn something about himself. Like where Hippolyta went and learned about the power of her mind, Tick
2: might learn about his actual. powers (laughs) powers <laughs> what's so funny is that hippolyta ain't got no powers what unlocked the ability for her to go anywhere so it's like well then so the mind power well to then, mind well then who can do that yeah can we all yeah do you need
1: you know what I'm saying yeah like do you have to be born with it or are we all born with it and like or do you have to be taught it like so christina kept mentioning like yo i spent my whole life trying to get my dad to teach me the spells and teach me the ways and then william came along and taught her because it's like fam anybody can learn this shit
2: um also christina said something to ruby about when she asked so she want to know everything She was like it's about magic and everything and your family mm-hmm how her family get into magic and ruby you didn't think that from that question or that
1: statement right there, you should probably talk to your, your family. family. You only got one left. Because guess what? I tell you, you just asked how did her family get into magic. i tell you how. Because it's a Braithwaite sitting in fucking Letty Belly right now. And guess what? Take it further than that. Letty is Hannah in the dream. You finna be just like how Hannah was pregnant with Tick Mama at the time who had Tick and now Tick is a Braithwaite. Letty got the same shit
2: going on. So Christina must have already knew that they was going to get together yeah. and have a baby birth, yeah. birth, birthright.
1: That that might be another reason that Christina's trying to find this book of names to control all the spells and all the power and shit before Tick gets to it. Not just so, oh, Tick doesn't get it. And because he's a male and a birthright, he can control all this shit. But nigga, I want to get to it before he's a male and he's a birthright. And maybe he has another son coming. Yeah. And now I'm never going to be it if we continue to let their family grow and do with this shit what they will. And like Christina, what you want exactly? Because it got to be deeper than these.
2: that I these pages. All right, fine, fuck it. Once you get in the click, then what? Here, now you want to run it? You, you can't, can't. Which do you want? Like world domination? Yeah. Hey. Do you want gifts? Do you want like what exactly do you want? Hey.
1: You want anybody to turn into dead people?
2: Like I don't get it. Hey.
1: When people want all the power. Once you get it, then what are you going to do with it? What's the plan? Here's the thing, dog. You can give a person all the power in the world, and if they don't know what to do with it, they're going to fuck it up. They're going to fuck it up. Nigga, think about, and again, this is not as much about power as it is about things, but when you just think about all the super rich entertainers, athletes, all these people that we know who have access to things we can't even begin to think of, powerful in the sense that they can get quite literally whatever it is they want think of how many of them you hear them horror stories about nigga Thanks. lose all their money mike tyson lost 300 million dollars again or not again but the first time and had to literally change his entire life and go on a spiritual journey to even get his shit back together uh anton what was it? antoine walker nigga lost 150 million dollars sitting up there trying to bet with mike jordan and charles barkley and shit Nigga, Jordan told that nigga, nigga, take this 50 grand right now and go home because you losing money you don't have. Nigga, me and Chuck Rich Rich. You ain't us, nigga. And it's like you think about all these different athletes and entertain. Nigga, how many times Robert Downey Jr. then lost it and gained it back?
2: Like, What do you want?
1: What do people want? Because a lot of people actually get what they think they want. And then
2: when they get it, they realize, oh, I think I want something else. That's why um, I don't. I'm not, I don't subscribe to those people who say always strive for more. No, like, no, strive for happiness. If, if, if you always strive for more, then at what point when God actually grants and answers your prayer, are you going to be happy with what you just asked for? Because if, if, at at what point
1: do you say, thank you?
2: Yeah. So if I ask for like, God, please just send me this job to do this and this yeah. woman to do that and yeah. you get them all and be like, okay, now what's next? No, yeah. him, you just asked for that. Yep. It's a blessing that you was given. And now you, you throwing it away. 100%. It, you, it can't always be, I want more. I want yeah. more. I want more. No, do your best. Yeah. Let me earn as much as I can earn or whatever, but not, now that I get that now let's yeah. get more. But you know what though? the what the
1: what the girls be saying the gag is the the ironic part of that is when god grants you something that you asked for and you go into it saying more what people don't typically realize is that you'll get more if you handle what he gave you correctly Whew. nigga if you nurture what he provided you that'll grow exponentially
2: man to to, to quote the uh, to quote most deaf or Yassine Bey, mm-hmm. seen be careful what you wish for Cause you just might get it in heaps. Mm. Try to give it back, the Lord be like, no, nah, that's yours for keeps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to be careful. And, and that's the thing, you man. For. You might get because the, the opposite part of that is God
1: might grant you exactly what you want. And then if you mishandle it, now you left with them heaps. But now them you, heaps now, is problems.
2: Now you mad at God. Yeah. Now why why you, you uh, me this. Huh.
1: Now you mad. Can't believe God gave me 10 mil. Nigga, he gave you 10 mil, he ain't tell you blow it on bulls. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. Um, a lot of fucking shit to pull from this episode. Uh again, oh, one thing that happened when they popped back into uh the little spot in Kansas or whatever. Um Tick came through first and Picking again, him. we never saw where Hippolyta was, but when he came through, he saw the Lovecraft Country book. He picked that up. Um What he didn't see was that under the cop was uh D's comic. So that's what they're gonna use next week, apparently, to find out. So you mean who to tell is.
2: me four states away? Yeah. Um. Some says D Freeman and y'all go directly and they headed to Chicago. To the shy. Fem, I know there's another Diane Freeman,
1: but here's here's where here's the only thing that I'm giving them that on. Um, it's a show about magic, so they might know some or be able to pull some from that that a normal nigga can't. Um, but they might get that back to the captain in chicago to have him throw a spell on some shit and figure out who the fuck just came from and go from there um i would like to know again what happened to tick when he went into the uh the portal where did he go what did he see what did he learn and what did he bring back
2: that's probably gonna be like an episode nine or ten i i would imagine episode nine because I'm here's the
1: thing if you're really thinking about how these last Ooh. four episodes have gone we haven't really to the extent that these last four have gone to focus in on one character we haven't gotten a tick episode if you think about it that way
2: i think episode nine is gonna be if where he was going i think his dad's gonna be involved mm. so we can really learn get to who the, that real dad is can, and i might mean we get more uncle george yeah montrose and oh uncle got george. you got
1: you got you yeah i could uh i could see that and i mean if you look at again ruby's episode we got a little bit of Montrose there too. So, wouldn't be surprised if on the tick episode, we still get a combination of the two. Also, uh, really interested in how they loop back in G.I. from Korea. Um, if they loop her back in at all, it says she's going to be on a few more episodes. So, we got three left. Yeah, man it's getting it's, 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 it's getting no, to that so level man we getting to that level um i, I definitely see a giant cliffhanger coming 100 did they i don't know if i read this or not i could be completely making this up in my mind did they announce a season two
2: i'm guaranteed this season two
1: and the only reason that i'm not 100 percent sure if i heard it or not because I can't remember if I heard it or if I heard someone mention that they hope it's a season two and somebody followed that up and said, it might be like The Watchmen, and they just ended. Nah. And I'm like, well, The Watchmen was created to end. Like, they made that to end in one season. This, I don't think is that way. I think they want to continue this story.
2: But now that I think about it, what if it did, though?
1: They could possibly say, fuck it, nigga, we giving y'all a one and done greatest we season get, in we the get world. the
2: book of words and then a, a giant, spell off happens and everything blows up and the book blows up and and um looking into this episode and doing some research
1: matt ruff who wrote lovecraft country also wrote a novel he wrote several other novels related to this but one of them which this episode was kind of loosely based on was called hippolyta disturbs the universe that was a whole novel in itself so i'm wondering like if this does continue to go um you know season for season if they start moving away from the lovecraft country book and start going into some of his other related novels and like really digging into the other stories that's there but it's so much happening in lovecraft country itself and i'm curious tick picking that book up what that's gonna mean yeah like where are they going with that man it's a lot left to happen a lot of fucking predictions did you see man. the
2: the 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 writer of that book
1: what did you say on her yeah she said george freeman Oh, it did say George Freeman. You, I'm glad you brought that up because I um I did notice that. You are right. Uh, glad it didn't say Matt Ruff. Uh, from because he wrote that in 2016. So glad it said George Freeman. Um, curious what that's gonna mean though. George wrote a Lovecraft country book in this world, nigga. So or was that a book that he picked up in a different like? Yeah, and I'm wondering too. Um, because matter of fact, I'm glad you brought that up. Me seeing that also made me think. Went right back to what I asked after episode two when George died. Is George really dead? Or is George in a whole nother world right now? No, I think he
0: bled out and died.
1: I think he did. And I was comfortable with him doing that until we saw him in Hippolyta's world. And then we saw his name on that book. And then I started thinking.
2: I mean, if that's the case, I mean. Nigga, can we yeah, leave some, this
1: earth and go anywhere and bring anybody back it's a
2: multiverse shit yeah. there's a hundred and there's a in, there's an infinite number of versions of yourself in yeah. different versions of the world and blah 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 and like
1: i'm wondering if that lovecraft book
2: is somehow gonna tell them
1: something about how to get to whatever multiverse or universe that george is actually alive in dog yeah. and i'm also wondering because he picked it up and it said lovecraft country but what if that's the book of names
2: but I'm, It's. They need to be a bigger book
1: because she had. A I would big think. Book yeah, she hand. did. She did. She did. But I was just when I saw his name on there, it started taking me down that path. Yeah, they
2: definitely gonna find it. Yeah, too. we got
1: to figure out how they tie that in. But all in all, man, another great episode. Again, we giving that a smooth pair of buffs that's a solid four out of five for the out-of-towners um all the listeners let us know what y'all thought man let us know what y'all thought about the episode itself let us know what y'all thought about this pod excited for this d episode coming up
2: i think this gonna get some. this might be the one i think white sticks is coming yeah i i think because did we give she, I think we gave young girl looked like she getting her acting on. She did.
1: She did. She really did. Um she had a lot of scenes where her facial expression in that trailer looked like whoa. official, dog. Um We gave a pair of white sticks to I think episode two. Two or three, I feel like got some white sticks out of us, dog. I don't know. It was right. one it would have been one of them, it for me at least, if it was no, an episode, have, it, it, it would have
2: been, been it couldn't because we did one, two, and three at the same time. Oh shit, you're right. So I should have like put that shit in the description or some shit or yeah, but I didn't I didn't think about it. Well, now that we here, nigga, if well, you like, had to
1: give a pair of white sticks to an episode for me, it'll be two or three. But I really can't remember which one because I feel like two, two is when two is probably my white stick episode.
2: Two so. was two was like two when I was like, yo, this is the shit. And then yeah. Three episode three was when I fell in love with the ship. Three,
1: series. three was like the perfect follow up to two. But two for me, like nigga, I told, and I, nigga at the end of two, my second watch on episode two, I was crying, dog. Yeah, I was like, a, I was an emotional. I, thing. I, I was there, dog. And two was, I mean, they just went into everything. They went into the lodges and the moors and the, and it, it was just going. They was all of the Freemasons. They was getting into a different bag. And then three, just,
2: I feel like on three, they left Earth. I really do wish this. If if, I really wish, there is going to be. I hope there's a season two. Because yeah, I do too. Th- this is a very dense show, and there's a lot of information. Yeah. that I assume will be explained later, and if it's not, then I it, it it'll changes. leave you
1: kind of stripped. Um, and kind of ending the the Lovecraft convo, but going into a convo that's a little more. It's related to just future seasons in general. I was reading an article today. I think it was in the New York Times, but I could be wrong. Um, and it was titled uh. Television is ending. And it was literally talking about Oh no, I wasn't in the New York Times. It was on The Ringer. Um and it was titled Television is Ending and it was talking about how Hollywood is literally running out of shows to put on TV right now. And they said the only people who have announced a slate of shows through 2021 is Netflix. Netflix has a ton of stuff Already in uh, post-pro, ready to go. They getting it together. They kicking it out through the end of 2020, and they have shows all the way through 2021. It was like every major network is struggling right now for content outside of talk shows and late night. Are they saying because of COVID? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, production studios are shut down, and they was like-
2: hey, Open this shit the fuck back up.
1: I done told niggas. Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry ain't fucking stopped. He said, "Nigga, my lot is safe. I got nurses here. I got doctors here. We got medical staff. We got everything you need. We come in to film. We'll keep it distant,
2: but like, hey, hey yo, listen. He filming. This COVID ain't never going away completely. Nah, you feel me? But nah. like, yo, we are gonna have to open this back up. They um. So one thing that they mentioned in the
1: article, they were like, uh, false sweeps Not for TV specifically. Yeah, but yeah in but general, just for life. Like, um. So they said fall sweeps where they announce all the new fall shows or whatever, completely done. Like, I don't, I think it's like, I can't remember the number, but it was like a handful of new shows coming where it's normally a bunch on every station. It was like, no, it's like a handful across all the stations. And then they were saying um, a lot of shows, which is what made me think that about power. What I said earlier, film like half and then the shit hit and they had to stop production. And they were like some shows what they're doing, which is why I mentioned it about power. They're going to release some episodes just to get some fucking views to the network because networks are struggling. And then they're going to start hitting you niggas with mid season finales and hoping they can finish production during that mid season. And I think that's what stars might be doing. Like, I know they filmed a lot of this shit, but knowing how much stars like tried to plan around these power verses, well, power, I don't know power, what the fuck they did. Power not
2: good enough for you to give me five episodes and then and just then disappear. go away.
1: So here's the thing, and we can end it on this because this ain't the power pod, but. Power filming five ep- or airing five episodes of a brand new version of this story and then going on because right now they haven't announced how long this mid-season break is normally the mid-season break happens around November and then they come back in January give it a month and a half two months if power is gone for two months nigga stars just geeked Everybody out of fucking $8.99 subscription.
2: Because it was a nine cent for me. Yeah. Because after Power ended, yep. I went You canceled it for the six was, months. They, I went to cancel. It was like, hey, don't cancel. We'll give it to you for $0.99 cent yep. for the next such and such. Yeah. And then I did it again for three months. Then I did it again. Yeah. And by the time it ran out, it was this. I didn't try to cancel because it was back. Power back on, yeah. And I just got charged a full month this month.
1: Yeah. And a lot of people, like my mom got stars um, on through her Amazon or whatever and they gave her a week free so she was able to watch the first three episodes and then uh you get a week and the day her week ended was like after episode three aired so she watched all three and then I'm like you gonna keep it or no nah? and she was like well I guess I'll just keep it and pay for a month but now that this shit's going on mid-season break I know she gonna cancel it again and I, thought, I think a lot of subscribers are going to cancel again the same way that a ton of subscribers jump ship Ghost episodes ended. Because it was like, fam, I'm not really rocking with stars enough to keep this channel and pay for it when the main thing that I watch is, like, gone. And Tariq leading this show isn't strong enough to, uh, to make niggas keep they stars for however long this break is. So stars um, be expecting a lot of people to jump ship after next Sunday, when this season or mid-season finale airs, uh, Lovecraft, we got three episodes left. It's still a whole lot of shit they need to connect. Um, I've gotten a little more into the book. I can say that the book tells the story better. But I also read a lot where Misha Green and some of the show um, creators essentially said, we're not even here to tell a connected story. we here to tell several stories dog and uh yeah man they told a hell of a story on episode seven i thought the shit was great let us know what y'all thoughts about the episode were let us know how y'all felt about the pod peace and salute to everybody who sent in a voice note today we had a ton of them for power um and shout out to uh to christina who sent the one for lovecraft and yeah man go join in on all the socials this week in culture uh, follow Jay Johnson 313 on his social. Follow me at Trinidad Ant on Instagram and This Week in Culture on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Till next week, man. I'm your host, Ann Wood. That's your host, Jay Johnson. This Week in Culture, episode 124. We out.